This week we play three games that give new meaning to the term subpar. It's a golf extravaganza here on Ultra 64. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are just the world's greatest Ultra S- Nintendo 64 podcast, uh, and I'm not drunk. I promise. Our brains were stunning. our brains were a little melted. A from little this melted. Game. Oh my god. My name is Dabrida. <laughs> I'm Woody Siskowski. Yes. You can also call me Steve Guntley, and we're also joined by our recurring guest, our sports desk correspondent, and uh, somebody who's just generally patient for being married to me, uh, Nicole Vatis. Hello, Nicole. Hello. Frequent Welcome. podcast sufferer, Nicole frequent, frequent endurer of bad sports games, Nicole Batiste. <laughs> Back here again. Um, we're talking golf this week, folks, and uh, man, we could not be less excited about that, but we, we suffered through it. We played three games this time. We played Cyber Tiger, YLI Country Club, True Golf Classics, and PGA European Tour. Uh, that's That represents three out of the four golf games on the Nintendo 64. The notable exception here is Mario Golf. Which, uh, I think, first of all, we kind of tried to cut it off at three games per episode, I think, just because that's enough to talk about. And also, I think Mario Golf is a game that's going to stand on its own. It's something we can talk about a little more thoroughly than these ones. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, this week we played these three golf games. uh, And... This might be our most low energy episode yet. I mean, Welcome that kind of it kind of drained us a little bit. It's a very golf games are very mellow by their very nature. Uh, it's kind of hard to get too psyched up about it. But I do still believe that golf games translate better to video games than bowling, uh, just because it's something that you can't do every day. Like I've never golfed. Have, have either of you ever golfed? I have. I have golfed. You have. Um, I've I've golfed probably three times in my life okay uh, on a course uh, my cousin is very into golf he manages a country club so oh, um, okay um yeah so i've done it a few times i've never been very good sure uh, miniature golf is a lot of fun um if you guys you guys have never min- mini golfed i i've done miniature golf okay mini times mini times mini. Mini. Uh, yes. i've i've never done either I've oh never wow done, uh, miniature golf or regular golf. okay it's just it's just never come up uh all right well um yeah i think that that's a good observation that it is a little more interesting than bowling because there's some different environments to play in yeah you have to adjust your shot because you're going to be in different locations you need sometimes you need to hit farther sure sometimes you need to hit shorter where in bowling games you kind of just want to do the same shot every time yeah and it's Uh, it's there's a little bit of a level of strategy to it and there's a little bit of that that does that's not to say they're still the most gripping exciting games but they translate to the medium a little bit better yeah i was trying to think of what golf games i actually have enjoyed i haven't really played all that many golf games i mean mario golf i've played a decent sure. amount um hot shots was fun okay i didn't play hot shots yeah. i really like the um golden tea games that yeah. you find at bars um with the trackball and you pull back the trackball to backswing yeah. and then forward at a different angle to sort of put spin i, on I the remember way you hit it. watching an old episode of mtv true life i don't know if you remember that show but like uh they did a whole episode about a guy who made his living playing golden tee golf in bars. Oh, wow. Like, that's how he made all his money, uh, which is kind of crazy to me. But they had lots of shots of his long-suffering girlfriend in that, 
episode, which I think Nicole can relate to <laughs> at this point. Uh, <laughs> she's al- she's already on her phone. She's We're in the <laughs> podcast five minutes. I was looking um, something up. Um, yes. Was it golf related? It was. Oh. Would you like to share it with the group? Well, I was just thinking of, I feel like I never played games where you played golf, but I played games where you made golf courses. Huh. Oh. And I was trying to verify if it was sim golf that I used to play, but I was unable to. Okay. Okay. Wikipedia has very little information. I think there was a sim golf. There was. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember if it was the one I played where I made the golf courses. And that seems on brand for you. You're very into sims and sim games. So yeah. Yeah, that would that would make sense. So let's talk a little bit of golf. Now, like with the bowling episode, uh, there's not just a lot to talk about with these games themselves. So I looked up some interesting facts about the history of golf itself. Quote, unquote, interesting facts. Hey, (laughs) trust me. You guys are going to love this. All right. The game of golf, as we know it, originated in Scotland in the 15th century. But there are some historians that speculate that it goes back farther than that to ancient Rome. There's a game called Paganica. In which a leather ball is hit with a bent club. And I love the name Paganica. It sounds like a gay S&M club that I want to go to. It sounds to me like a game where um, the Christians come and they throw a pagan in the middle and everyone beats him with clubs. (laughs) What do you think the leather ball is made of? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the first written mention of golf was in 1457 in a letter from King James II ordering his troops to stop playing as it's distracting from archery practice which shows that they learned nothing from King Edward's proclamation a couple centuries ago about bowling being a distraction from archery practice. So golf and bowling, both things that distract you from killing people. Archery, was there any, there was not, is there any archery games on the Nintendo 64? There's not a Summer Olympics game, is there? No, I don't think so. No, there's not. Uh, I I just feel like mechanically, uh, archery game would be the same as a bowling game. Sorry, that was a pointless aside. I've never played a dedicated archery anything. Turok was the last archery game we played. (laughs) I've never played dedicated archery anything except on like Wii Sports. Like where you have the use the, and there's like a Lynx bow training on the Wii also. So yeah, there's, there's a way to do it. Anyway, so uh, golf has been popular around the world all this time. It's still most popular in the United States. We have far and away the largest number of golf courses. We have 15,372 golf courses in the United States. And to put that in perspective, the country with the second most is Japan, and they only have 2,383 golf courses. Japan has the second most. Yeah, uh, so that's nuts to me. So... uh, there's a long-held misconception that the name golf is an acronym for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden, huh. uh, and that's not actually true. So the actual word either comes from the du- the Dutch word kolf with a K, which means a stick or a mallet, or it comes from the Scottish word gowlf, which is G O U W L F, and that just that's that's like Celtic for hit. Okay. Uh, and regardless, uh, you know that that acronym thing may not be true. But the game still does have a long history of mistreating women and excluding women and minorities for like a long, long time. Yeah, the two the two games we played that were sort of the sim golf games here. Um, yeah. They I don't think there's any female golfers. You no, because no. they're, they're. I mean, there's a PGA Tour for women. Yeah, but yeah, there is. This, yeah. They are not in this game. These games. I mean, regardless of this, women and minorities are some of the most accomplished players. And as an example, in 2013. Cassandra Coma, who was a junior at universe, uh, the University of Oakland, she became the first player to score two holes in one in a single game. Oh. In just a nine-course game, uh, which has odds of one in 65 million. Wow. How do they calculate those odds? I don't know. If, if she's the only one to have done it. Do, do, doesn't that mean they have to... 
I think they isn't the technical the... odds the amount of golf games that have been played throughout the history of golf? Well, no, I don't think so. I think you 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 calculate how I don't know how you calculate how rare it is to hit a hole in one, and then you double that. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not a statistician. Clearly. Uh, a couple more things. So, 1971, Alan Shepard became the first person to play the sport on the moon. He smuggled a golf club and some balls aboard uh, Apollo 14, and uh, he hit a couple balls on the moon. So, they're still up there. Uh, currently, uh, according to the PGA Tour website, the best golfer playing today is 33-year-old American Dustin Johnson. So, he has the highest skill point average. I've never heard of him, but he's apparently very good. Uh, Can you name someone who actively plays golf other than him? I cannot. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we'll get Isn't to that. Uh, so I think... Uh, I think uh, golf, of course, is synonymous with celebrities, politicians. It's kind of this game of the elite. Uh, a couple, You know, lots of lots of celebrity fans. Samuel L. Jackson golfs all the time. Bill Murray is a big golfer. Mm-hmm. Lots of other people. Yeah, I mean, to play on a golf cl- course is expensive. Yeah. It costs about, I don't know... $30 at least per go, 30 to 50 I would say. And I'll, then getting, I'll take your word on that. Yeah, yeah. then getting memberships is crazy. And you know, uh, I mean. golf has become kind of politicized recently. Um, so not to get too political on here, but there's a certain festering anal wart who's uh, the president of the United States right now. And uh, he has spent... We're not going to name names. I'm not going to name names, but let's just say he's a weeping prolapse. Uh, so, uh, uh, Donald Trump is currently spent... Wait, nine... I thought we weren't going to name names. Oh, that's a pseudonym. Oh, okay. His real Let's name just is... call him D. Trump. D. Trump. No, no, that's no, no, too no. obvious. Uh... Donald T. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That's it. Uh, he, okay, Donald Trump has currently spent 96 total days of his first year in office uh, visiting his own private golf courses. Uh, he's been confirmed to have played at least 45 games of golf in that first year. Uh, so that costs an estimated $55 million in taxpayer money that's going to Trump's private golf courses. Hooray for that. Uh, this is mostly notable because during Obama's presidency, Trump was very, very outspoken about how often Obama played golf, uh, which is true. Obama played a lot of golf during his eight years. Uh, during the eight years he played, he played 306 games of golf. They were in, like, all, all over. They weren't just private golf clubs, though. But already Trump has played at least 45 games in his first year, and in Obama's first year, he played 29. Uh, so, But neither of them are probably going to beat the record held by President Woodrow Wilson, <laughs> who golfed an estimated 1,200 times while in office. I heard they made, they named the two Wood after Woodrow Wilson. The two, du- the two W. <laughs> hey, hey, hand me a Woodrow over here. I got a, I got a good shot. Wait, a Woodrow Wilson? or Okay, yeah, here you go. Yeah, okay, those are wacky golf facts that you guys can take to the bank and remember as long as I am speaking this sentence. I already forgot them. There you go. So just, just like you said. Um. <laughs> Nicole, for the people who aren't uh, who aren't gifted to watch this, has taken a Funko Pop figure of the brain, of Pinky and the Brain, and put a little tam shanter on him to make him look like a golfer. So I'm glad you're here, Nicole, for to contribute this. So the he's holding first, a chapstick. The first game we played, everyone, was the, called Cyber Tiger. Cyber Tiger, the first game we played. And okay. it is not it is not a wildlife simulator. 
Honest um, to God, you play as a tiger and maul people, maul <laughs> children visiting you at the zoo. Um, I would love that. That'd be a great like PlayStation VR experience. Yeah. Maul these children. No, it is uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Um, so, uh, honest to God, when I was looking up this game, like when uh, I was first putting together my list of all the games I needed for a complete collection, sure. I saw Cyber Tiger on here. I thought it was like a helicopter game. Oh yeah, or like okay. some kind of like military simulator i had no idea what it was until you see big goofy cartoon tiger woods on the label and it's really it's also disappointing it would be cool if it was like a full simulator of tiger woods life yeah like uh you wake you <laughs> wake up and like i don't know and then you can you can call various mistresses or <laughs> you know chase chase out have your wife chase after you as you try to drive away um and just attend general uh, festive events and just sure. make tons of money and decide what you want to spend it on. Absolutely, that'd um, be great. Like no, a little lifetime simulator. I would. I would. This game. I mean, well, yeah, let, me, just, let me let me go into okay. the backstory of yeah, it a little please. bit. Yeah, uh, please. Released February twenty ninth, two thousand. Published by EA oh. and developed on the Nintendo sixty four by the Sapphire Corporation. It was also released on the PlayStation and the Game Boy Color. Uh, so it's yeah, like like you were saying, it's similar. It's more of an arcadey kind of game. I think. Uh, you could charitably compare it to the NFL Blitz series in that it's got like kind of realistic fundamentals, but it's also got like oh. wacky shit that you can throw no. in there. I that think, is a I'm huge charitably, disservice charitably. to the NFL Blitz franchise. NFL Blitz is a little which better. Which is much, much more fun. Yeah, no, um, for sure, for sure. No, but I, it's, it's in that vein. It's in that spirit. I feel like it's really hard to make an arcadey golf game yeah. because the fundamentals of taking turns and planning your shot is all the same. Um, yeah. between games. Um, so, like, yeah, there's, like, power-ups in this one where you can add a rocket to your ball to hit it farther. Which or... which you did, and it sent you into the next course over. Yeah, but I couldn't like... hit the ball into that <laughs> hole, right. which is what I wanted to do, which seemed like the whole point. That was so weird. Like, yeah, you, you, it, I thought it was that just going to get terrible. you closer to the pin on your course, but it took you one course over. Yeah, I feel like some the, the mechanics for a sort of wacky golf. Have you ever played the game Ribbit King? Steve? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, where you're, where you're playing golf the frog. Yeah, frolf. Yeah. Frolf. Um, <laughs> frog golf. Um, yes. That that game has more. You just kind of hit it, and then crazy things happen. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, even though this game had a more arcadey style and feel, it doesn't play that much different than any of the other ones. Not too much. Let me, let me go into a little bit of Tiger Woods, uh, just for, you know, because I think for most of us, we know who he is, but I I don't follow golf, so I didn't know why into he was Into the famous. Tiger Woods. Into the, the Tiger Woods. Famous musical. So, uh, okay, Eldrick Tiger Woods. I didn't know his first name was Eldrick. I thought his name was just literally Tiger. Uh, okay, so he was a bona fide phenomenon. He burst on the scene in the late 1990s. Uh, and quickly became one of the most well-known and highest-paid athletes of all time. He currently has a net worth of about $740 million. Uh, he turned pro at the age of 20, and within a year, he was the highest-ranked player in the world. Uh, he won the, He's won the Masters Tournament four times. He set the record for the longest consecutive weeks at the top of the official world golf ranking of the best golfers in the world. So 683 weeks in a row, he was named the best golfer in the world. Uh, uh, his career hit the skids in 2009 when his very public divorce, as we mentioned, <laughs> revealed dozens, if not hundreds, of infidelities, which permanently tarnished the uh, the kind of squeaky clean all-American image he had going for him. And since then, his golf game has suffered. And uh, in 2014, he had back surgery, which only hurt things worse. As of 2017, his ranking on that worldwide list has fallen to 1,005. Oh, wow. 
so he this is not his first video game. Uh, he became the face of EA's PGA Tour Golf Series, and uh, he lent his name to the franchise all the way from 1998 to 2013. So that's weird. So you're saying that at one point he he was on the PGA Tour games. The EA PJ yeah. Torrance and in Cyber Tiger. Yeah. Oh, I guess they were both. They're EA both games. EA. So this that one was is more of a realistic golf sim, and this one's more of a goofy arcade one. How come there's no PGA Tour game for the N64? I don't know. Huh. I have no idea. Yeah. As far as I can tell, it wasn't even planned. Uh, so yeah, they took his name off the series in 2013. It's now called Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's talk the game itself. Sure. Uh, this is probably going to be a slightly controversial opinion. I didn't hate this game. Yep, that's controversial. This game sucked. <laughs> I think this game had its strong points. No, and it, it didn't. Had, it did. It, it had much more interesting things to do than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, it was actually rather fun to watch you guys try to blow each other up. With oh, the well, you're, you're, jumping, you're jumping the gun here, Nicole. We're just, no, we need no. to talk about the golfing. The golf right, let's, yeah, let's, let's start with the actual golfing. Um... Okay, it's flawed. It's flawed. So you, it's not very precise. I guess is the term. Um, so it, it's it's very very basic controls, right? You pull back on the stick, and then you push forward once you've reached the the proper meter. Like it goes of a meter, like a hundred percent, or it goes over hundred well, percent. It's not really a meter. It's just a percentage, just a percentage. sign that goes on your screen. Yeah, I think yeah. most people when they think of golf games, they think of an actual meter. And the other games we play just have button presses. Like, you right. press A to start the meter, and you press A to stop the meter. Um, this game, yeah, you pull back on the stick um, to pull back, and then your meter goes up. Or your percentage yeah, sign yeah. goes up, and then you press forward. Um, it's easy to fall in that meter trap. I'm yeah, I know, exactly. But it's not clear what... You can go over 100%. So you, you can, yeah. It seemed like the logical thing was where the targeting line was would be right where 100% was. So if you hit exactly at 100, it'd go right where mm-hmm. it said it should be, but it didn't do that right. consistently. You um, And sometimes you would hit it at 80%, and the ball would go nowhere. The ball yeah. would go, like, two feet. Um, yeah, it, it was really kind of finicky about that like with the putting especially like i don't think any of these three games we played got the putting right no i agree uh but this one i think is a little more forgiving at least uh i wasn't wrestling with the putting the entire time it was just kind of uh over and done i think it's kind of drab looking yeah Uh, i really didn't like the graphics the characters are big and cartoony and they've got like big heads and there's this crazy like head pump mode (laughs) What do you discover? Where you're just slamming on the A button to make their head grow, but they like make these little cough sounds every time that happens. So it's like, <laughs> and then their head is gigantic. So uh, it's just like kind of a weird little touch that they added yeah. in there. Uh, lots of lots of modes, lots of options to play in this. Um, yeah, there's a bat. There's a battle, or a uh, we'll start. There's a driving range mode where there's hmm. targets and stuff on the on the map. So there's a submarine going up and down in the water trap. If you hit the submarine, you'll get a power up. Yeah, which is weird because I don't think you can actually use these power ups in the driving range mode. No, I, I think you, they're supposed to save over and yeah, carry into your main game. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The main the main career mode is just called Tiger mode, and uh, you are playing against Tiger Woods, so it's kind of like Punch Out, where you have Mike Tyson as the main boss. He's like the mascot and the main boss of the game. Tiger Woods is that in this? Okay, right. and then yes. as Nicole was saying before, I rudely interrupted her. <laughs> um, there is a battle mode in this game. Um, 
Which, this is so weird. Yeah, it's I'm just so like weird. we were about to stop playing, and I'm like, wait, Steve, we need to see what battle mode is. No, I'm glad it's, you stopped it. Yeah, because I, yeah, I, I would regret have not not have seen um, so this. So it's it's only a two player mode. Mo- mostly the game is, um, you know, you can play up to four, but the battle mode is only two player. It's split screen. Um, and you're both standing on tanks. Yeah. On various sides well, of no, this no, course. Well, no, no, no. You were standing uh, on a tank. I was just standing, like, on a little island. You you started on a tank. You were Did on I? a tank at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you I couldn't, couldn't see. You I couldn't see because of the okay, angle. Okay, you can but, confirm that? Yes, okay. thank you, Nicole. <laughs> thank you, tank confirmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, essentially, you are trying to hit the other person with your golf ball, and then they will explode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so weird. You're, it, it is like... I, I don't know. I, I read battle mode. I thought it was going to be like a face-off, like one-on-one putting challenge or, or golf challenge. And it's you're literally killing each other. You're knocking explosive for, Yeah, first person to five kills wins. Yes. And I, I never won, got the hang I of it. I won five to zero. He, he, he won very, very easily. I could never get the hang of it because I think yours... It seemed to automatically like default to aim. I think yours at does me. too. I think they always defaulted to aim. It's just a matter of getting the right power percentage. Yeah, and you you'd have to gauge how far away they are, and it's very finicky. It's kind of like it's... worms, the worms game. That's exactly right. Yeah, no I felt like that. Character or fun items to use. No, it's it's just like, but as something that's like fast and dumb and weird like it was pretty interesting it was pretty enjoyable sure that was yeah. probably the most enjoyable part of any of the games we yeah. played that's not to say it was that fun though no it was uh, just more such a surprise and such a like what the fuck <laughs> like, like wait this makes golf slightly more exciting slightly more exciting um it just it makes me really long for like a mutant league golf game like you know like the mutant league football yeah. or hockey like yeah those are the only ways i could play sports games back in the day if you have like stupid gore and, yeah totally yeah uh do you guys have anything else to say about cyber tiger Nicole? deposition no, I mean, I think we've kind of summed it up. It's you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's no, fine. it's it it's not fine. Well, I'm not even gonna give it that. I'm gonna give it a fine. I'm gonna give it a solid C. Oh, I was not <laughs> bored to tears. Oh. She was not bored to tears. Unlike in the other games, uh, particularly this next one, I think you were getting really upset. No, I think the th- <clears throat> the I third think one the third was the one most we were all having trouble staying but away. But it might have just been because it was the third one. Okay, it could have been. Well, this next one was called Wiley Country Club Colon True Golf Classics. Uh, it was released July 29, 1998, published by Nintendo and developed by T&E Soft. It is a Nintendo 64 exclusive. Uh, T&E Soft is a company. It's still around. Uh, they're currently going by the name D Wonderland Incorporated. D Wonderland Incorporated. D Wonderland Incorporated. They pretty much okay. only make golf games. Oh, okay. Uh, and they, they only work in Japan nowadays. But, uh, yeah, this is their only game they did for the N64. So... Uh, this is actually the second game in a series. Uh, yeah, I have the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, the first one is called True Golf Classics Wildlife Country Club, so they just inverted the names, <laughs> which is lazy and stupid and pisses me off. Um, so Wildlife Country Club is a real place. It's located in Honolulu. It was founded in 1927, and it's considered one of the best golf courses in the country. Uh, and this is a fun fact I learned. The word Wailai is a combination of two Hawaiian words, Wai, which means water, and a lie, which means chicken, so I don't think it's a stretch to interpret the meaning of the country club as chicken piss. I think we can call this the chicken piss country club and resort. Okay. And I don't think they will get mad. Uh, how much do you guys think it costs to get membership dues? Uh, or like like an initial membership at Wildlife Country Club? What would you, what would you guess? A grand. $2,000. 
Uh, neither of you are close. It's fifty-two thousand dollars for what? your initiation fee. I couldn't find for out your what initiation the initiation fee. Yeah, I couldn't find out what the monthly fees are, but that's fifty-two thousand dollars is your initial fee to get in. Okay. Well, Nicole so, was closer than me. If we had been playing Prices I mean, Right, she sure. would have gotten, gotten that. Yeah, she would have we gotten were that. So both just wildly wrong. Wildly, wildly wrong. Yeah. Um. So we get little glimpses of Wiley in this from the opening uh, screenshot yeah. slideshow <laughs> presentation. I, I really appreciated the presentation of this game. I feel like it sort of it has like a very like traveled video timeshare feel to it. Yeah, that's um, a good way of putting it. Yeah, I, I really liked the words that came on. Um, just sort of overlaid the screen. This is an exciting scene. It said um, there was yeah. even an exciting camera mode. Yeah, there was an exciting camera mode um, as opposed to original or standard. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this game is a lot brighter than Cyber Tiger visually. It definitely is. It yeah, we didn't really talk about that. Cyber Tiger is like all set basically in a desert. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is just kind of a weird choice. Lots of brown. Uh, and yeah. this one is very green and very yeah, vibrant. Yeah, I feel like it hits that Hawaiian feel. I mean, the music is festive. Sure. Um, and... Yeah, it's bright. There's the water is blue. It, yeah, it, it was like it was. I don't know. I found the graphics appealing. All the characters are um, they're FMV characters. Yeah, it's it's a regular Mortal Kombat up in here. <laughs> um, they kind of stand out in a yeah. They stand out from the graphics in a weird way because the the environments are rendered like an N sixty four game, but then these are like yeah. photographs of. People as well, the characters. I think it doesn't super matter what the characters even look like in this, in this because unlike Cyber Tiger, which I think was trying to inject a little personality, uh, this one, you're kind of a passive participant in this game. You're selecting items from menus. Yeah. So there's no real skill involved necessarily other than like a little bit of time well there is still a meter so yeah, yeah there's four menus there's like the first menu is like choose your club yeah and then the next menu is like choose your stance i love the stance meter because it just shows two shoes <laughs> nicole i drove nicole nuts because i would just move the shoes back and forth doing a little shuffle i need to step. unpack this why, why did this bother you so much <laughs> okay so the thing about this one is <clears throat> the way that you chose the different <clears throat> options of like stance and all these things it took so long and you guys just kept <laughs> playing with the dancing and i just and when you actually <clears throat> start the golfing part of this one it actually was the simplest of the three yeah it's just yeah. one meter up so and it, you press it was kind a. of like you had to pick all of these different things and it took you know you could put all of this effort into choosing but then it doesn't really make a huge difference. It just not terribly. You aim in the right place. Well, yeah. I, I think I don't know. I think it does in the sense that we probably we sucked at all these games. Yeah, um, and no, I feel we like this one, this one seemed the most clear to me of how you could dictate your shot. Um, That's fair. Cyber Tiger I think, was I so think... vague with just the percentage. This one, I'm like, okay, I can adjust my club and my stance, and I actually saw where I was aiming would change. I will give it that. I think of the three games we played, uh, this one, the mechanics of this one are the most accurate and probably the best. Like if you're if you're really invested in playing a golf game and playing it well, this is probably the one to 
practice song. Yeah. Again, I just I love this mental picture of the person who only has a Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. And just is really excited to play a golf game on it. And this um, is the one he goes for. Yeah. Well, yeah. This yeah. is the one you should go this for. Is, I mean, yeah. 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 Nicole does yeah. not agree. I just but, think it's the most tedious. Like, yes, it is the most accurate. Yeah. Thus, it is of... realistic to golf. It just it feels like you're interacting with like a DVD menu more than you're playing yeah. the game. Yeah, I mean, you don't get to choose your character. You don't yeah. really. It... No, we. You got to choose a character. No, that no. Was... really. That was the other one, yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, you don't choose a character. No ca- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't one realize that. Play. You just get standard white guy number okay. four, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, that's really. There's not too much more to say about it. This has kind of the same modes that Cyber Tiger does. This one has an announcer. Mode. Cyber Tiger didn't have an announcer. It has an announcer. Yeah, this yeah. one does have announcers. They're very snarky. Uh, they like to comment on your. Um, Poor performance, or when you shank we, it into a I bunker. I think Steve only made we only made one shot that the announcer was like, "Not a bad shot." Yeah. The rest were like, "Still a long way to the green." Ooh, in the sand trap. Oh, not a great shot. He's <laughs> killed a bystander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were we were joking about the uh, the Lee Carvalho's putting yeah. challenge from The Simpsons, and we're like, "That's pretty accurate." Yeah. That gameplay. Yeah, I, I definitely. Might I suggest a putter? You have yeah. This game was very <laughs> very Lee Carvello's. You just yeah. choose the item. Ball You're is selected. in parking power lot. drive. We, I think we all would have rather played Lee Carvello's putting challenge. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, any anybody else want to put a button on Wiley Country Club? Or are we good to move on? Oh, I'll come back to it. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> so let's move on to a game that doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Uh, this is PGA European Tour. It was released on June fifteenth, two thousand. It's developed by Infogrames. So I want to talk about Infogrames for a second. Wait, is it called Infogrames? Grames, with a G-R, yeah. Infogrames? Infogrames. I thought Not you games. just, like, were having trouble speaking. No, 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 that's how it's said. The fuck? I know, I don't like it either. Why uh, would you name your company Infogrames and make French. video games? Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is really upsetting to me now. Fair enough. No, okay, so we'll we'll be coming back to them because they're, they've done a couple games for the system and they have kind of an interesting history. I'll just touch on it a little bit. So Infogrames was a popular French developer. As I said, they produced a lot of best-selling games in Europe. Uh, a couple broke big over here, like Alone in the Dark. Okay. Uh, and they own the rights to game, uh, properties like Looney Tunes, Asterisk, and Obelisk, and Tintin, which okay. I know you're a big fan of yeah. Tintin. Uh, the company spent the 90s uh, kind of going on a buying spree trying to become like the biggest name in video games. Uh, video games. <clears throat> in video games, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that Lana Del Rey song. They have video games. Uh, they spent hundreds of millions of dollars trying to become the biggest video game company in the world. And I don't know if they just had bad luck or bad judgment. Or a bad like, name. <clears throat> or a bad name. But I felt like they just kept like narrowly missing the mark on a lot of these. So, for instance, they spent $100 million to purchase the rights to a handheld game system. Uh, but that system was the Gamecom. Or the Game.com, oh, yeah, as it's more I, commonly known. Yeah. Which I have one of them, and they're terrible. They're unplayable. Uh, and then they bought DMA Designs, but they just missed out on owning their most popular franchise, Grand Theft Auto. Oh. So they bought all the everything else that they did, like Lemmings. Lemmings is great, but uh, they missed out Didn't on Grand Theft Auto. Didn't quite have the same cultural impact as not Grand Theft Auto. Quite, not quite. So the company, they lost a lot of money on this venture, uh, and they were eventually acquired by Atari in 1999. And finally, they were shuttered in 2003, which left about a dozen actually very promising-looking games in development for Nintendo 64. Most of them were done. 
uh, and they they just all got canceled. Like they're completed and they got canceled. One of which uh, you just posted the article to me today. Yeah, uh, it's a game called Forty Winks, which came out for the PlayStation. It was supposed to come out for N sixty four. And now, thanks to a successful Kickstarter campaign, it will be released officially on the Nintendo 64 later this year. It's really weird. It, like, shattered the Kickstarter goals. It and, really like, did. In, <laughs> and, like, thousands and thousands over the goal in, like, a few days. And who are all these people who are like, yeah, 40 winks, come like, back! <laughs> that, I don't, as far as I know, that's not, like, a cult classic or anything. Like, I don't think it's very well remembered, but... It's the listeners of this podcast. Oh. Yeah. That's who they they want to expand. They're ones. like, more episodes! We yeah. did it, yes. <laughs> Keep it going, because Infogram has a bunch of others that uh, we'll, we'll cover it in the Cancelled Games episode someday. But uh, yeah, they, they did a bunch that looked really cool. So, like I said, this game doesn't have a Wikipedia page. There's not much I can say in the way of fun facts. Uh, I can confirm that there are four realistic European courses in this. Uh, Portugal... Few, few realistic meaning they are actual courses, They're real right? courses, yeah. yeah. So there's Portugal, there's Ireland, there's uh, uh, the UK, and there's Germany. Uh, the Irish course is called Druid's Glen, and yes. if you go to Course Info, it will tell you that the course was very excited at being selected, and <laughs> yeah. Steve was wondering, is it a senient course? Uh, yeah. And yes, it is. That's why they call it Druid's Glen. Yes, yes. It's made of a druid named Glen. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, He's very angry slash happy that people are playing on him. He, exactly. he was he was uh, uncertain about it at first, but he's, yeah. he's warmed up to it. He yeah. was tickled, tickled. exactly. Um, there are more than sixty playable characters in this, but it doesn't really matter because you can't tell anybody apart. Yeah. Well, your, well, your, your guy, um, yeah. his shirt color was very tan. Oh, yeah, my guy was like... He didn't have no shirt. He's kind of chubby, and he looks like he's wearing a skin-colored shirt. <laughs> so he may not be wearing a shirt. We didn't. We weren't sure about that. Um, uh, who, who I forget who uh, my name already. It was Paul Broadhurst Bro- Broadhurst, yeah. This uh, game, um, the graphics were very, very bland. Very bland, very bland um, yeah. It doesn't... It was a little more colorful than Cyber Tiger still, but um, it's the characters more of a don't green, have... Yeah. Don't have the personality, um, the very the very limited range of personality that we saw in Cyber Tiger. It was also like even just the golf course itself was hard to tell the difference between the textures. We're like, yeah. are we near the hole? I can't really tell. Like, like I didn't realize I was on the green. Like yeah. for a lot of it, I'm like, wait, shit, I'm putting. Why am I putting? I'm still like a long way from the pin. Oh no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I think the controls are the most opaque of the three games. It's really kind of hard to tell exactly what you're controlling. Well, yeah, and the, yeah, again, there's a meter that you can, if you hit harder, your sort of the meter will elongate a little bit, so you have less room towards the danger zone. Yeah. Um, but it seemed really delayed from when you press A to when it will actually stop. There's a real lag, uh, and I think you're controlling the backswing and the front swing. Yeah. So you tap A. And you go back, and then you stop the meter, and then you tap A when it goes back down. So you have to hit it right in two places. And then, if you're real lucky, you get this long animation of the guy queuing up. Sometimes he'll take a practice swing. Sometimes he'll just waddle over. Look down, look down, look down. Long, like, 30-second animation before he hits the fucking ball. It's just like, all right, come on, speed it up here. we We played through one hole of this game, and it took, it felt like six eight minutes ten minutes yeah like for for three of us and one computer and oh it, it this was this was by far the slowest game this one was really we, deathly slow really tedious and there's no there's no music um except in the beginning when you get this amazing softcore yeah. porno kind of theme music it's so good i kept it keeps sounding almost like barry white's never gonna give you up I'm like i'm never ever gonna quit you know okay you know that um one. 
And yeah, and it's weird too because they'll even show the credits of the people who worked on the game yeah. on the overlay. So it did seem like the beginning of some made-for-TV movie. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did, I expected like Eric Roberts to appear out yeah. there. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What did you think of this one, Nicole? I mean, it was really tedious, but. I don't know. You seemed less infuriated with this one. I think, did you just give up, or, like, was <laughs> so, it less infuriating than Wile I? I mean, in some ways it was less infuriating, um, and that's just because I don't. I just kind of struggled with the controls on Wile I for the beginning. For actual, like, hitting the golf ball, it was easier, and, mm. but, like, this one was definitely harder to tell what, I mean... Like, it would have recommendations of what to do, but sometimes you do that and the ball would go, like, really not where you yeah, wanted it none to of go. These, and... yeah. None of these games consistently put the ball where you wanted it to go. They would no. they would label you something or have a percentage, but we never got to the point where, like, I'm going to hit the ball here, and then it went there. Yeah. Um, and that was that's frustrating. I mean, that's yeah. all you want from a golf game is... To be able to control where you hit it. And none of these really delivered on that. No, not really. Not really. I mean, you guys want to you guys want to wrap up the game talk here? Are we done talking about these three? <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, let's move on to rankings. Let's let's talk about it. Nicole actually has a good amount of games here that she can actually rank. Yeah, but they all suck. They all suck. And I'm sorry. And please stay married to me. I love you. Um, so I, I, I remembered your list. Okay, so your list right now, your number one game is Mario Party, of the ones you played. Then it goes Milo's Astro Lanes, uh, Brunswick Circuit Pro Bowling, Nagano Winter Olympics 98. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Super Bowling being your last game. How do you think, let's start with you. How do you think these three games rank in that storied pantheon? You know what? I think they are all three going to be below Nagano. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's surprising. Um, I mean... Despite it all, I probably would put the Wiley one first. Okay. Despite my complaints about it. All right. It was, you know, overall the one that you could actually play a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, and then I'd put the Tiger one, then maybe Super Bowling, mm -hmm. and then... Whatever the PGA. Oh, PGA European Tour. Tour is your right. last, least favorite We're game. We're Super Bowling. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the internet forums can rest easy. For, been, for, for, for years, they've been raging. Is Super Bowling <laughs> or PGA European Tour the worst game? I think we've and settled it. I mean, finally. I might need to play them both again to really decide no, that. No, you might not need to. They're kind of right around the same place. So. I mean, so that I, uh, Super Bowling rising in esteem because it's oh. no longer my least favorite game either after Vigilante 8 second offense that's my least favorite game currently my number one is banjo kazooie uh so for me uh, me and woody have each played 26 games so far so we can rank them between one and 26 okay i feel like uh i would i would put i'm sorry we played 27 games uh i would put uh i don't know cyber tigers i think i just like a little better uh, I understand it's probably worse, but I think I just like it a little I better. I love the angst that we go through figuring yeah. out where to put these games that no one is ever going to play again. I, but, I, it, we're creating something for posterity. No, here. I agree. I, 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 I know the feeling. In many ways, it's much harder to rank the games that are just kind of bland and sucky yeah, versus yeah. ones that you're excited about. Even even if the ones at the top of the list, like I'm, 
that's much easier where I'm like, yeah, I know where this is going. Whereas it's like, what was slightly less boring? Right. You know, the yeah. golf game or the bowling game? And I think it's definitely the golf games for me are less boring. So I'm going to say uh, Cyber Tiger is coming in at number 19. Okay. So Which that's just a, that's below Glover and above Extreme G2. Uh, Wiley is going to come in right below that, number 20. And I think PGA, I think I'm going to put that above Super Bowling at number 25. Okay. So it's bottom above three. Super Bowling. It's above Super Bowling. It's better than Super Bowling. I do think. It's, I do think it's better than Super Bowling. Uh, Woody's list is currently, his number one game is uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, and his I love, last game is uh, Super Bowling. I love the way you always say the number one game. Like, these games have a chance you to never, get up there. You might surprise us. You That's, like to troll people sometimes. I do, I do, but definitely not not to this extent. Yes. Um, I definitely, I see these uh, these different areas of my, uh, my list here was like, I feel like the cutoff uh, between games I never want to play again is at Brunswick Circuit Pro Bowling. Like, okay. under that is just, like, very unpleasant things. All these games are going under that. Okay, I like, wow. Um, no, okay. I'll put um, Wiley Country Club. That was definitely, I leaps and bounds, the one okay. I enjoyed the most. Sure. Um, I think it had the most energy, the most present, best presentation, and... The meters made the most sense to me, the meters and stats. I agree that it was boring, that it was just menus. I, yeah, I, I agree but... with you on an intellectual level. I just think Cyber Tiger was so weird and dumb that I had to... I wish Cyber Tiger had worked better. Yeah. yeah. It would have been definitely the highest ranked one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, if the gameplay was a little clearer. So I'm going to put Wiley right above uh, Brunswick Circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put Cyber Tiger right above Nagano. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Nagano is the start of my super crap tier. Okay. Where like the game is basically broken. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. and then I will put um, whatever shit PGA. We I love the way we Your can't remember title. the name of PGA European Tour. I know. Um, God, is it? I guess I'll put it over Super Bowling. Okay. And so All right. Vigilante Eight, Second Offense, climbing in the ranking. Pulling yeah. teeth on this one, definitely pulling teeth. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's switch over to something more pleasant. We have some emails from people Woo! this week. We have two emails, and I'm going to pull them up kudos, here. Kudos to listeners who are still listening this far. I appreciate they probably it, were I like, appreciate made it. it 20 minutes in. They're like, how long is this podcast? Because they didn't know there was going to be an email section in it's the back. It's far too short. So uh, I might have to edit out a little silence here because my phone is loading. Do we uh, have... Uh, we um, no, I'll keep talking. Do we no. have theme music for our email section? No, we don't. Like, it, hasn't, uh, it hasn't come up often should enough. Should I... Um, Maybe we should like write a letter to the National and see if they'll like contribute uh, the band, the National. Oh, contribute sure. theme music. To, I bet they would. I okay, they would. good. I will work on that and get that ready. Okay, we are going to start with this one. Uh, so, dear Stephen Woody, yay, that's me. That's us. Listening to this blog brings back such memories. We're not a blog, but thank you. Okay. No, it's still. I, I, I appreciate that. Both of my kids loved Pokemon and loved Nintendo. Born in 1990 and 92, they were at the start of kids' computer gaming and wanted whatever they could get their hands on, which wasn't much, to be honest. But tell a parent that there was a game that combined both of their loves and the only shooting going on in the game were photo shoots and you had yourself a sale. This was a game they played for years. Even if they put it down for a few years, they came back to it time and time again. Thanks for the mom memories, and that's from Tina in Langley, Washington. Thank you, Tina. Whoa, and that thank is, you, Tina. Spoiler alert, that's the mom of one of our guests on this show, uh, Miss Jessica Cartwright. So uh, her, her mom listened and wrote in, and she's delightful, and thank you awesome. for writing in, No, Tina. thank you. for. We're glad we could relive some memories of uh, Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it was it, great. 
I, I will now have fonder memories of that game. Yeah. Um, based on our experience playing it here. I feel like it redeemed itself a lot in your eyes. Yeah, Because you it said did. you came into it like not really liking it. And, yeah. Uh, that was actually, that was one of the, I watched yeah. you play yes, that. Yes, she was there. Spoiler. I was there for that too. I just wasn't on the podcast. I don't know if that counts as a spoiler, <laughs> being as I don't it's feel like that's any plot points that people are keeping track of. I was not mentioned in the episode. Spoiler, she lives in this house. <laughs> but it was a fun one to watch. Yeah, for sure. All right, we have a second email here. Uh, so more more moms right in. This one is also a mom. Yay! Uh, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, this is Garrett from Colorado. I've been listening to your pod at work lately. Today, I blasted through four episodes. To my delight, I got to the Tony Hawk 1, 2, and 3 episode. The bit you did on the real made-up bands was hilarious, but the thing that really got me was Steve's affinity for a ridiculous bar, uh, band, uh, fart, fart, he wrote fart puke, but it's fart, fart barf. Fart barf. Yeah. Uh, the name alone had me chuckling, but the mention of Google image searching the band and what might possibly come up had me in tears. It was the kind of laugh that grabs you on the inside of your ribs and keeps wiggling. <laughs> I went weak in the knees and nearly peed my pants. All of this happened as my boss and several servers walked by and saw me stand up convulsing with no clue <laughs> as to what was being discussed inside my earbuds. So highlight of an otherwise dismal shift at work. Thank you for the genuine laugh. Keep up the brilliant work. I thought your pot, the pod might be a little inside baseball, but you guys do a great job breaking it down for a layman's level for a simple PlayStation player such as myself. <laughs> love, yes, love, Garrett. Oh, thanks, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. I love That's you, buddy. Awesome. That's really nice of you to say that. Um, and we're, we're always glad to take emails from people. You can reach us on the website, ultra64podcast.com. Oh, hold on. I want to say a couple things. Okay, say a few things. I want to just respond to that. One... Okay. I looked up Far Barf as well. Yeah. The shirts that they were wearing, the Western shirts yeah. with the rocket ships, I have been trying to buy one of those shirts for a long it's like time. Your style. It's People totally my yeah. style. Woody loves like Western shirts with fringe on them. But like, they're always too big. Too. I bought I bought one of those cool red shirts yeah. with like uh, the rocket ship on it, but it was too big for me, and so I'm trying to order a kid size. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say is, hey, you're a lonely PS1 player, but uh, you got to play the better versions of the Tony Hawk games. You, you so, probably did, arguably, yeah. arguably. I mean, uh, no, factually, you think so? Yeah, the you PlayStation the versions ones? are better. I think the but. Dreamcast version of oh. Tony Hawk One is the best. Okay, one, that's, that's probably true. Sorry, I forget well. that that's the Dreamcast. Too, right, it is. Yeah, so I forget that the Dreamcast counts as a competitor with N64 for briefly. some games. Yeah, brief to your and yeah, yeah, usually that version is going to be best. Yeah, they overlapped. But. Yeah. Well, that is the show for this week. Uh, next week, tune in because man, it's going to be really fun. I I pulled uh, an executive order and okay. uh, switched up things a little bit. Okay. So instead of just playing one mediocre fighting game. We're playing three. Oh, no. We're playing three midway fighting games. All right. Including War Gods. Yes. Bio Freaks. Yeah. And Mace the Dark Age. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. It's like my dream game. I excited about that. My one. suggestion when Steve proposed this podcast, I'm like, our first episode should be Bio Freaks because <laughs> nobody cares about that game at all. They do not. Steve is like, we should do Mario 64. I'm like, we should do Bio Freaks. And like, weirdly, Mace the Dark Age has become kind of a weird meme for this show. So you <laughs> finally get to get a chance to play that. Our couple first episodes, I brought it out multiple times. Even I'm really excited. Neither of us have ever played that. Like, I don't know what it's going <laughs> to yeah. be like. So uh, thank you again. Uh, again, you can write in at uh, ultra64podcast at gmail.com we're on twitter I'm trying to be much more active on twitter lately because right. I don't know have how you? to use it I have I've been much twittier tweetier I've been tweetier I've been twittered and it's twittered alright the show is over everyone go home yes yes I'm never ever going to quit I'm never ever going to stop not the